aims towards fathers and fatherhood, encouraging dads and men alike to uh, be their best and do their best. I'm Adam Short with Eric Humes. We had, we had a lot of fun in our first recording. We talked about mainly food items, of course, the main thing on men's minds. Uh, we talked about the way our parents cooked when we were young and how that affects the way we eat today. Uh, we talked about restaurants that we liked and disliked and the fun times that we had there. Uh, it was a wonderful recording. We had a lot of fun. We have a lot of big plans uh, to bring wonderful guests to the show and a lot more uh, good content. So please listen in. We hope you enjoy it just as much as we enjoyed making it. Yeah, so, right. so no, one thing I wanted to ask you was, do you think that the way you ate as a child affects your eating now? Like, oh, 100%. You said it was steak and you had beers around the house. And stuff. Obviously, you're not drinking the beers now, but like, <laughs> he burned everything. Everything. And to this day, when Shelly cooks, she's a fantastic cook. I always ask for mine extra, like, I, I almost want it. It's like a comfort thing to me. So for me, I don't know if, the, if you ever had this rule when your mom was in the house. In my house, you don't get up from the table and you should finish your plate. Mm -hmm. There was yeah. no... That's why I'm fat now. Yeah, same here. And so, uh, like, there was always a kind of a unspoken reward is, you know, you eat this... And like, there was an instance, funny story. So my cousin's son, um, you remember the Christmas story? The movie. Yeah, the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so he was at the table. They're at our house. I forget what the thing was. And I was sitting there, coach. I was like, you know what? Hey, I'll sit with you. And we're sitting around the table. Everyone else is off doing other stuff. And I'm, me, and it, me and him are sitting there. And so I'm like, hey. Show me how the little piggies eat. <laughs> and I kid you not, it was, it, it's just a great memory. And so he gets down there and rah, rah, rah. I'm like, yeah. He did it. Oh, yeah. Just like the movie. Just like the movie. Dude, it was a blast. Man, my cousin was livid with me, but I was, dude, ate, he ate his food. Like we had sat there for like 20 minutes and I'm like, you know what? Dude, it doesn't matter. Just show me how the little piggies eat. And he was, you know, using his hands, chowing down. I'm like, oh, it's perfect. So, so my best meals were paydays. So when my dad would get paid, he would take us up to Railroad Pass and get the buffet. And he would say, all right, kids, like, if you go out of here hungry, it's your own fault. Yeah. So we would go in there and we would just, and I remember as a kid, that food was so good. I just remember looking forward to like, it's payday after school today. Dad's taking some railroad pass, right? So a while back, Shelly's out of town and I had the kids. She's with her family or something. And it was Friday. I had them all weekend and I thought, it's payday. Railroad pass. And so I thought, you know, bring back memories. I tell yeah. the kids the story. I still love this place. We get up there. First, the price like tripled since the 1980s. <laughs> I get into the rope, I pay it, didn't matter. We get in there. The food was so bad. It was, the kids didn't even want to eat it. It's like they didn't change anything out. Like when you get to the macaroni and cheese, that crust that gets over that, you have to break through half the stuff. 
I thought this is the worst food ever. And my kids are looking at me like, Dad, you had a horrible childhood. <laughs> if this is what you were looking forward to, I said, I'm sorry, kids. I mean, they must have fired the cook or something because it was good when I was little. It's horrible. All they wanted was the ice cream. Well, I don't. So are you a big, are you a Mikhail's fan? No. <laughs> okay. I hate so Mikhail's. For our Actually, family. And, and, and that is a fighting between my wife and I. She loves it. I think it's. Does she grow up on the other side of town? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. So on the other side of town. So like literally until like, like five years ago, Mikhail's was like, we would go to Mikhail's for our family birthdays. And I was pissed 10 years ago when they got rid of Shirley Temples and they started dousing everything with fruit punch. Yeah. But to go in there, you know, there's a reason why it just kept going downhill, downhill, downhill. But as a kid, dude, that place was stacked. Yeah. That place was the bomb. Like even getting a little coloring sheet and getting a yeah, huge yeah, yeah, TCT, yeah. dude, that was the bomb. But to go in there as an adult, like even we used to go to Rebel Games and hit the Macaws beforehand. Yeah, 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 yeah. Dude, yeah. that was a great I remember experience. that. And as a kid, I, I do remember going there a couple times. My dad never went there too much, but as an adult, after like getting married, my wife's family like worshipped the place. Like their face, their Facebook posts now. They're le- legitimately in mourning because this place shut down. And I'm just like, dude, what is the big deal? This is the Taco Bell of sit-down Mexican restaurants. <laughs> it, it, it's horrible. You know, like, and, and, but chips are delicious. The sauce is great. Yeah, but how, you, you can't go wrong with chips. I'm talking about their other food. Like, it, I, you get tacos I and get burritos from the chips. or a chimichanga. The best thing there is their cheeseburger. I can't, I can't deny it. Or the TCT. Is that what it's called? The TCT. Yeah. 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 Where they used to put it on a candle in the middle of the yes. table. Yeah. And then the kids menu came with the sucker. You yes. remember that right there? Yes. I don't know if they do that still. I don't. I, there's only one. I, I think there's only one location. I don't know if it's still open. Until no, I, I, I swear I saw on Facebook it's all shut down. Yeah, I think it's all shut down. So my family legitimately was right in line with Shelly's, just so you know. Like, uh, that was, like, when we go out to eat, that's one of the places we used to go. This other little shack that we went to was called Hilltop House. And Hilltop House was this little house off a rancho, and it was a steakhouse. And once again, my mom would always get the New York Strip, and so we'd always get, like, steak and potatoes. I've never even heard of that place. I know. Was it only one restaurant in town? Only one restaurant Hmm. in town. Um, you know, and that's when Vegas had more like hole in the wall yeah, places, oh yeah. and uh, that was that was our our place to go. Um, you know, well, my favorite, what brings back memories for me, teenage years, so mid nineties, was El Dorado, or the Rainbow Club on Water Street, the ninety nine cent breakfasts. Now, <laughs> I'm not saying that this was like food to write home about. It wasn't good food. But it was, I just remember going there. You hang out with your buddies until past 11 o'clock. You roll in there at 11 o'clock, 12 o'clock at night, and you can sit down. They never carded us, you know, being just teenagers. We can go in there. And I would order, for 99 cents, you order like two of them. And, yeah, it's a cheesy breakfast. It's even questionable if it was egg. Well, so speaking about questionable food, it worked. Speaking about, you know, friends. Did you ever have a friend, so I had this buddy in college, and we would go down to the frontier, 
and down in downtown Las Vegas, and they had uh, all you can eat uh, filet mignon buffet. And so he would go in big at coach. the Fremont. No, that's Fremont. I think it was the the Frontier. The Frontier, or maybe it was. Uh, or I think oh, it's, down on the strip. It's, it's the D now. It's the D. Oh, now. gotcha. And uh, and so he, we would go in, and they only had this for a short period. So it had to be a. a so he would go in, and he'd bring his coat, and literally probably bring like six Ziploc bags. <laughs> Gosh, tend to be eating it. <gasps> go back, get another one. And uh, and and Georgie was huge, dude. He he yeah. he he's been working weights, probably a little extra juice since he was like fourteen or fifteen. Like he went from this like the wow. skinny kid to like just huge, you know. And uh, yeah, that's I got tons of Georgie stories, and that's it. <laughs> I mean, speaking of like, I didn't go to a lot of buffets, but that's the best buffet story I have because. Him and Preston would walk out of there, and they're like, "Yeah, we're eating." And I was like, "I had a valet job, so I, I was, I had three meals covered at the hotel." See, our goal was to try to have a bowel movement in the middle of your meal, so you 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 kind of make some room. Yeah. In our simple minded, it's like, well, you, if you got a full tank, get rid of what you had for breakfast, and then you got more to shove in there. Well, did you ever go to the Rio? Was it round the world or yeah, the world, world buffet or whatever yeah. it was called? Yeah, I worked across the street at the Gold Coast where the Pro Cowboys call home. Oh yeah, I thought that was an Asian joint. It's kind of Asianish <laughs> now, but <laughs> Asianish now, yeah, because those are the good kinds. But uh, no, I w- I used to work at the Gold Coast What'd with the Rio Valet. Oh really? Oh yeah. yeah. That's why I'm a runner. I. I- <laughs> well the next time we go running we should go chase cars huh? yeah well chasing cars for money man turns you into a way better runner than all this other ragnar stuff and everything like that well i remember like like a valet job was like a covenant job to have how'd you get it like uh, you i when i was young you had to like know like my dad there was a there was a kid i went to high school with that his dad was like over sports books or something big in sporting. And he always got to go to like boxing matches that were here in town. Or he always had tickets to the rebel games when the rebels were like, that was the hottest ticket in town. Yeah. And, uh, but yeah, like kids like that, they were able to score these valet or doorman type jobs. Yeah. What'd you do? Just apply? No, no, no. There was no application. There was no. Yeah, I didn't think so. There's no application. I just got lucky. Uh, a friend of a friend, uh, like if you know me, like you know what, you know my friends are kind of my family too, and so my friend ended up getting a job or was offered offered the job, didn't want it, and um, his his fiance uh, knew the GM at the Gold Coast and they're like, hey, do you want to be a valet? And I said, sure. All right, come on down. So I'm like getting a little nervous. I go down and and they're like, no, just fill out the paperwork right here. Uh, You know, as soon as your, you know, as soon as your background check comes in, yeah, you can start whenever. Did you make good money? We, dude, it was a great job. I've got so many great stories. Dude, being a valet is like, I couldn't dream of another better, like, I, I think it's a lot more corporate now, but when I was in college, being a valet, you make 
We made a regular check. He actually had full bennies at one point. I didn't even realize really? the, the the advantage. I didn't have kids or anything, and I wasn't married, so I was like, benefits, what, do you, what does that mean? But uh, every year for Christmas, you get to pick out, like, a huge, like, electronic uh, gift. They, like, hey, pick out one of these eight gifts at the hotels, and, and then uh, we made money every day. Plus, like, every two weeks, you get another check, so it's like a little bonus check. So every night you're walking away with cash in your pocket. Yeah, usually eighty to like a hundred, like forty bucks a night. And how old were you? Uh, well, I did it when I was eighteen and nineteen. Uh huh. And then I went to Costa Rica, came back. I thought I'd have to get a real job, and then I went down and said, "Hey, would you guys take me back?" You know, I got back, and they said, "Yeah, come on back." And then I worked there from ninety-seven to two thousand one for five years. Oh wow. So it was great. It was cool because when you're in college and you're one of the few kids that has a beeper, beep, 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 <laughs> on big time like that, out, I got to use the phone, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, you J know. J and J beepers. Oh, I love it. I, yeah. I had my what little color was yours? Blue. <laughs> Did you, please tell me you didn't have the chain that came No. Off. You know no. what I'm talking about? I know what you're talking the about. The little gold chain that came off of it? Yeah. And then we used to be able to send messages. That That is the birth of text messaging now. Yeah. Is being able to, like, type in a number yeah. that actually said a word. Yeah. Not actual letters. No. Yeah. Call back or yeah, I mean, what just, else was it like? Oh, I forget what that We was. had codes. Like, 911 was, like, right now. Yeah. And then we had, like, what were some of the other ones? Or oh, hello, which is, how did we do that? Oh, you do, uh, what is that? It's, it's uh, H-E-L-L-O. So we you had to look under, back. you had to look at it backwards. Backwards so or upside zero, down. Yeah, zero, three, uh, one, one. So, I mean, best part about that job, though, is for me, being in college, I would go early, have breakfast. At the at the EDR at the employee dining room. Yeah, yeah. Then I had lunch when I was on shift, and then after my shift, I'd have a little dinner when I worked day shift. Wow. And then when I worked swing shift, it was you know come in early for for, for lunch, have dinner, you know, and then leave. And so uh, grab a little sandwich to go. And like other people, you know, they're like, oh, I can't stand the EDR. Oh man. Free, free food, free. free food, yeah, and you could get stuff like fixed for you. They had a chef on staff. See, now that food was still a step up from Mikhail's. Oh yeah, still is. You you weren't a Mikhail's fan, were you? Oh yeah. Oh jeez, I'm surrounded oh, by. Only, only. I don't know. I only got my certain dishes though. Tell tell Adam how what reverence my family, especially my mom, had well, for Mikhail's. That's the only place we never went. Like birthdays, if it was someone's birthday in the family, it was they put candles and TCTs. I don't think they, I don't think they dance or anything, but we always went there. I think my mom always wanted them to do something special, but they never did. She would no, she wanted to bring a cake. Yeah, we went there when I got home from Costa Rica. That's where we went. Boom, first place, Mikhail's. So Mikhail's was like, was like the upper tier for my mom. Okay, so I know for a fact. There's probably not a racist bone in your body. And I don't want this to sound like it. But when you go to an ethic restaurant, you think that that, what's the right word? Ethnicity? <laughs> That's a word. You know what I'm Nationality. saying? Nationality. Nationality should be cooking that food. Am I right? No. No? No. 
See, I like, okay. I like Americanized Mexican. I can't handle the authentic because I have a delicate stomach. Yeah. <laughs> so you're a chalupa girl. Yes, yeah. I am. <laughs> okay, I got you. You're a chalupa girl. I get it. But, like, I go to a Mexican restaurant. I, like, I, I want them to struggle with English. I want, like, legit, like, authentic, like, these guys were just down in Juarez cooking food, and now they're in Vegas doing the same thing type of thing. I, that sounds probably way bad. But like Hawaiian restaurants, if if like John is in there, some white dude with his hat on backwards cooking Hawaiian meals, like that's like, ah, maybe I'll go to the next place. <laughs> that uh, could be bad. Could be bad. It could be bad, but it, that's the way I see it. That's how I, my wife's family loves me. They were legitimately crying and sad. That is closed down. They were there. My family they were taking was pictures. My family was next to them. They're doing selfies with their meals and dinners, and and I just like, come on, man, like. But the dude that still owns it, like the story I got, he's opening up another place. It just has to change name. Yeah. Like the food's gonna stay the same, so it's still. Yeah. You're we still get our TCTs with the Campbell. Yeah, but they're just called T something else. <laughs> Open face quesadilla. <laughs> or, or just exactly what it is. An open face quesadilla. They can't call it a Mexican pizza. I think Taco Bell already has that. They used to call it a Mexican pizza when they would put tomatoes and meat on top of it. Oh, you can get it that way? Yeah. Hmm. Actually, I know that menu very well. Yeah. Every birthday. Yeah, every birthday. Every birthday. For every family member. Yeah, every I remember. I just can't get into it. But my wife's family. Special occasions, it. too. Like, we did, uh, I think before someone's wedding, we did a couple dinners there in the banquet room. Uh, yeah. So. Yeah, that's. My favorite, like, how often do you travel? You travel a lot? You go out of state. It depends on who you're asking. <laughs> he likes to go to the Utah office. Yeah, I, I like to go to the Utah office. The Utah office? Your your cabin? Yes. Up in the mountains? Yes. You've been building for like eight years. Yeah. You asked me seriously eight years ago to go up there and help you. Yeah. Just think of how much sooner we could have finished <laughs> had you taken a flyer on that. So one thing I always did, still talking about restaurants, is every time we go out of town, we only go to restaurants that we don't have back in Nevada. Like, like Cafe Rio? No. <laughs> well, we have that here. It's hard for us to do that because we have allergies. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So if it was just Eric and I, we're actually much more adventurous. But when our kids are with us, um, we just take allergies into consideration. And then when, <laughs> when, when our oldest isn't with us, like... If I go on a road trip with my daughter and my son, mm-hmm. dude, they want to eat the restaurants that they don't get here all the time, a.k.a. High gluten. Yeah, high gluten. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Panda Express. With the, if we just had Panda for lunch. What do you want for dinner? Could we get another another round of Panda? <laughs> or I forget where I'll, like, I'll probably never heard of this restaurant called McDonald's. <laughs> Can we do a double dose of McDonald's, double dose of... Uh, whereas, yeah, when, when our oldest is in the car, then it's like, uh, let's not go there because there's not a single thing that he can eat. He's not even supposed to walk in that restaurant. So, well, there's, uh, 
for work, I had to go down to Tennessee for a while. Uh, we bought a big asphalt plant, and I was down there managing it to get it back to Nevada. And we flew in there to Nashville, and then we had to drive down to Chattanooga where their headquarters were. Anyways, minute we'll pull in, I'm with a whole bunch of guys. I'm the only Mormon. So obviously, who gets to drive the rental car? Right. That means that gives the green light for everyone else to get hammered wherever we go because we got the Mormon driving. We got the, the permanent designated driver, right? So, uh, so anyways, we pull in Nashville. They're all hungry. Shorty, find us somewhere to eat. Just find us somewhere to eat. So I find a place called Barbecuties. Nice. Yes. And it was. Tennessee, I mean, barbecue joints here just cannot compare to ten, original Tennessee barbecue. Original, like, that kind of a place. Well, do you think it was the experience or it was legitimately the food? I think both, maybe. Because I was traveling because to Texas. Of course, in your back of your mind, I, I'm, in ten, I'm in Nashville, Tennessee. That's like, isn't that barbecue capital of the world? No, Memphis is. Um, or Texas. So I was in Dallas, Texas, and I was traveling for a conference down there. Uh -huh. And I remember I went to this barbecue joint, and I was in—I think I was in a rental car. So I was driving around, and I'm like, "Dude, I see a bunch of cars." So that's what I based my survey on: was how many it was full. I go in there. There's no AC. I think it was cash only, and the the chairs were legitimately from like the '50s still. Like they had never remodeled. But people are piling in there for the food. And they're like, no, it's all about the food here. Dude, flies were everywhere. Like, it was screened windows. And it was, like, literally, like, right across the street from, like, the brand new hospital. Was it good? I think it was the experience. I'm not so sure about the food, though. <laughs> I had a great time. I was traveling in Oklahoma. Mm -hmm. And that was legitimately, well, first of all, anytime you walk into a barbecue joint and it says... Big Red is on the menu, like the Big Red special. Dude, you know it's going to be a winner. Yeah, yeah. They had live music playing. The food was great. Dude, I was stuffed. Um, I was road tripping it with a friend, and we just pulled off, and it was just, we're like, we're in Oklahoma City. You can't go wrong. And uh, I think we pulled down like four blocks to the left. And, dude, it was, so I can understand the mentality of in the South, the barbecue's better. So the key to a successful restaurant is not just the food, but the ambience. Yeah. So if your ambience, am I saying that right? Yeah. Is greater than the food, then you're probably going to be pretty successful. The, the, the food can be average, but the experience can be out of this world. And then you're just, you're doing great. Yeah. Well, like I said, this, this particular one in Oklahoma City, mm -hmm. dude, that was the bomb. Like the food was fabulous. The Big Red Special was fabulous. I'm like, anyone that's putting, like, me on a menu, obviously they're going to be winners. Live music, there's a huge crowd in there, like, they'd all gathered up for this live band, and, and so everyone's having a great time. So, this podcast we're doing here, we have a lot of good ideas, I think. Tonight we were going over a whole bunch of them. Good people we're going to have on here, good interviews, funny stories. I don't want to spill all our beans now. I don't either. Uh, if you're looking for something to do, something to keep you entertained, 
for 20, 30 minutes, I think you're turning into the right place. Oh, yeah. I think it's going to be fun, and it's going to be a fun adventure to see where this can can take us and see what it can do for even other parts of our lives. I think it's just great, like, sitting around and uh, learning from each other. And actually, I just like having a good time. Well, I the idea came, like, I've always wanted to do this. One of my favorite things is to listen to podcasts. And I hear all these interesting things from different podcasts that I listen to. But how long have we known each other? Quite a few years. Yeah, over a decade. I think... I think you knew my sister or you knew my brother a little bit more than you knew me, right? And yeah, then, I knew, uh, well, I mean, I had your sister help me uh, get engaged. Oh, well, yeah. I don't know if you knew that. I didn't know that. And uh, and then, yeah, same thing, your brother kind of helped with that process as well. So both of them led to me being married today. Yeah, so, and then I got to know you and it's always been fun. We always tease each other, rip on each other a little bit, which makes it, this is going to make it kind of exciting, you know. Yeah, especially now that I know that your wife uh, is a Mikhailos fan. So, you know, everyone says you married over above yourself. Well. Man, now I know how high. That's not the reason why I think I overmarried myself. I mean, I I definitely married up. There's no doubt about it. But I I don't think it's that nasty Mexican food. (laughs) Usually, we end up sleeping in separate rooms because of Makaya's, if you know what I mean. Not really, because it sounds like you just don't eat there enough, or you never ate there enough to really appreciate it. What, to join It's them. an acquired taste, maybe. Dude. Yeah. But anyways, both of us kind of growing up here in Vegas, we've been around here a long time, and seeing the town change and stuff, it's going to be fun to talk about some of the changes that are coming, but also... the. Uh, you know, well, just everything the way we remember it back in the day, yeah, you know, and then using our professions in it, and it it's gonna be a good time. I'm looking forward to it. It's gonna be fun, right on.